Welcome back to DQB Does, the Drafted Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we don't follow weird old men on adventures because they're just using us. They're just using us to do the thing because they can't do it. Every time. Every fucking time. But think of what we're missing out on. Yeah, we are missing out on a great adventure. Uh, but... With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. One might say the adventure of a century. Yeah, of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, this of is... 11, 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also have Dave. Fool of a toque. Yeah. That's you. You're oh, a fool I'm, a I'm a fool. I'm a toque? <laughs> Fuck no, off. You're more of a... You're not a hobbit. You're more of a wood elf. It's like a tall hobbit. You're a t- tall bit. How hairy are those feet? Let's see them feet, Shane. I asked you that in a really weird way. <laughs> Felt wildly aggressive. You need to pay for those on footfinder.com like we everyone have a, else. We Russell. have a special guest with us this evening, Clayton. I am. I'm here. And if I take one more step. This will be the furthest away from home I've ever been. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Sam. There aren't gonna be any quotes left for me. There's not. I'm just crazy. Sure. I'm sure there's gonna be something. Uh you know my favorite quote? Should I wait? No, whatever. Say say whatever you want. My favorite quote is when Elrond's like, You must be Peter Jackson's the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the fellowship of the ring. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> they say both of the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there can only be one Lord of the Ring. <laughs> and it's Peter Jackson. <laughs> it really is. Oh my god. All right. Uh so if you guys haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> we are continuing our journey through Middle Earth with uh the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring from 2001. Uh, rated PG 13. It is. We watch, we are watching the extended edition folks. So if you look on IMDb, it's going to say two hours and 58 minutes, which is a healthy amount for a movie. But what we watched was three hours and 49 minutes. Yeah. Not entirely two. credits start at three twenty. Yeah. But they start at two 38 on the regular movie. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't watched the regular one in years. Yeah, the 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 extended the extra scenes are fifty minutes. Mm. So it actually does add like probably yeah, it's considerably longer, but it's the full thing, you know, if you don't watch the twenty seven minutes of credits, yeah. uh three hours and twenty minutes, that's reasonable. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. It's the extends version. But anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah, so we watched that. It was great. Here we go. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the end. That was it. Good job, Shane. 9999.2. Uh <laughs> Come come check out Two Towers next week, guys. <laughs> See uh 
our shortest episodes are on. I kind of love that. The Lord of the Rings. Just saying, I kind of love that. Clayton's over here like, I took so many fucking notes. You guys can go to hell. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go through the plot very quickly. Uh basically Bilbo done fucked up and he got he picked up the one ring. Which we talked about this last week. <coughs> um and it's kept him young ish for several decades after the events of uh the Hobbit. Um, now he's getting the itch, itch to leave again. Uh, he has a nephew named Frodo. He's going to leave everything to him. Gandalf shows up. Uh, they get to talking. He shows up late. He shows up late. I'm not getting that into detail, bud. A wizard is never late. He arrives precisely when he means to. Boom. High five me. Anyway. That was a high five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to try and do this quickly, Clayton. I swear to fucking God. You're doing a remarkable job, Shane. Keep it up. All right. <clears throat> so he's having a party for his 11th birthday, uh, <laughs> at which he plans on basically being like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm out and going on an adventure like he did when Gandalf came calling the first time. And finishing his book. Yeah, and he's gonna finish the book. Yeah, uh, midlife crisis at 111. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we have them, right? Yeah. yeah. Not like now. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> watching these is going to give me a midlife crisis. <laughs> Russell, our friendship stands on the edge of a knife, straight but a little, <laughs> and it will fail. <laughs> I, I can feel the tension. Oh my God. I'm between both of them. If you guys are not watching because we don't have cameras, I can feel the tension. <laughs> you guys aren't watching because we don't have cameras. <laughs> what the fuck, Dave? I don't know. I'm feeling silly. Keep going. I'm still in the beginning. Some stuff happens at the thing. It doesn't matter. <coughs> Bilbo's like, all right, enter the party. Thanks for everybody for coming out. And he puts the fucking invisibility ring on. Again, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I better go beat him to the house and so I can send him off. Um, he's got a weird feeling about this ring. Bilbo's being all precious about it. Uh, <laughs> yep. And he basically like asks him to leave it a couple times and he's like, Oh yeah, totally. Oh wait, no, it's still in my pocket. It's Weird. still in my pocket. Uh, and he goes to leave with it. Like after like the third time that he's asked him to leave this ring and Bilbo's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> he's like, bye. No, <laughs> Bilbo drop the goddamn ring. And he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. And it, it falls from his hand like a fucking ton of bricks. Uh, and doesn't bounce when it hits the ground. It's like the oddest shit ever. I love it. It's, it's very solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So then like Frodo shows up and uh Gandalf's being all weird. And uh he takes the ring and he's like, okay, put it in this envelope, they put it in an envelope, and then he takes off to go find out what the fuck's going on with the ring. And he finds out that it's the one ring that uh uh was made to rule them all, you know. Sauron back in the day, thousand years ago or whatever. Three thousand years ago? <clears throat> uh-huh. Sure. Something like that. I, I think, think yeah, several think thousand. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> the Cimmerillion. Um so <laughs> which all of us have pretended to read. <laughs> right? Nope. Uh, I'm not even pretended at this no, point. No. Uh we are not Colbert. Um <laughs> so uh uh Sauron made these rings and basically like and caused this huge war and because he wanted to rule everything and uh he was beaten, but he wasn't really beaten. He was just kind of like Delayed. <laughs> yeah. His body was beaten. Yeah. His soul survived. Yeah. Um, like the Nazis. You know, this was written right after World War II. Like, yeah. Capital E evil. Yes. Uh so uh the one ring was chopped from his hand, but he and he was seemingly destroyed, but he still existed. Um and the ring was lost after uh Isildur failed to destroy it. Because um, yeah, he a bitch. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look very bitchy when he Weak didn't. Spirited didn't. bitch. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it because I like how it feels when I have this ring. Um, <laughs> this direct quote. I don't think it. I will. I don't think I will. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what a sealed door sounds like, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought a sealed door was in the room. Yeah. Uh, oh no, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, that's real bad. Uh, so he gets killed and he loses the ring. Uh, Gollum finds it. Gollum lives for a thousand years in a cave, and then Frodo find or not for Frodo, uh, Bilbo finds him, finds the ring. And that's how it gets to where it is. Um, so Gandalf figures all this out and he's like, oh shit, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> so well, he goes shit. back. Uh, he also finds out that uh, someone has captured Gollum and uh, he's spilling the story of what happened to the ring. Uh, so someone is coming to the Shire post haste. To get the ring for Baggins, uh, for Baggins, yeah, yeah, they don't have uh, Bilbo's name, but Frodo lives where Bilbo did, and he has the ring, so Frodo's in the sh- in the shit in the Shire, <laughs> the shit in the Shire, the shit in the Shire. Um, so he goes to the Shire, uh, and scares the shit out of Frodo, and. They do the put it in the fire to see if it has the words on it, just to make sure that it's the ring that they thinks it is. Don't worry um, about taking it like this trilogy. It's quite cool. It's yeah. quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hot. Uh, but yeah, so it is totally the fucking one ring. So he's like, all right, fuck. Well, what are we going to do now? 
Uh, These are all direct quotes, too. Yeah, so. yeah. So he's like, okay, like we got to get it out of here. So they take the ring, they leave. Uh, Frodo leaves. He's supposed to meet uh, Gandalf at this town at a at a bar. The prancing the pony. prancing pony. Um, Gandalf goes to talk to his other wizard friend. His other wizard friend. Ah, oh, fuck. He's also a bad guy now. Uh, oh no! So no. he like betrays him. Christopher Lee, how could you be a bad guy? Yeah. Who would believe that? I mean, His staff's pretty cool, though. <laughs> I don't think the stuff. Nazis would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he murder like all of them? He yes. murdered a lot he of them. Christopher Lee. Lee. What a what a guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's not what it sounds like when you stab a man in the back. <laughs> Dude, Christopher Lee, can we just pause for a second? Christopher Lee's a fucking badass. I mean, yeah. he's dead. Rest in peace. Yeah. But, he also like wrote and released a metal album at the ripe old age of seventy six. Yes, <laughs> yes. About Charlemagne. Yeah, yeah. He also started what is arguably one of the worst Bond films to ever grace the screen. So, oh, he's in a lot of terrible movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Bond movie? <laughs> the Man with the Golden Gun. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, is he uh, an inspiration for James Bond? That's what I heard. Know, one of, I think he's one of the inspirations for. James yeah. Bond. yeah, like he was James Bond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. He killed a lot of Nazis. <laughs> We're still on that. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, he captures Gandalf. <laughs> so Gandalf isn't going to show up to the Prancing Pony. Uh, but Gandalf had foresight. Yeah, but uh, so Frodo is trying to. Oh, we for, I forgot to add that Sam shows up at the end of Gandalf telling Frodo what's going on. So then he uh, yeah. uh, gets in, uh, conscripted to protect Frodo, um, protect Mister Baggins. So Mister Frodo, Mister Frodo. Frodo. Why? <laughs> They're already understand. friends. And he's like, Mister Frodo <laughs> he calls him Mister Frodo it's all the cute. time. It is cute. It, it is, is cute. cute. They're 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 funny. Uh, they're very cute together. Um, <laughs> so they're like bumbling, trying to get out of the Shire because it's it's like it's like two dudes like trying to leave town when they've never left town before. Because it's exactly what it is. Uh, (laughs) Nailed it. And they're just like, I don't know how to leave town. (laughs) (laughs) We just keep going this way, right? (laughs) Right? Just go this way? No, I think we have to turn. (laughs) No, just keep going. (laughs) So they, they like end up running into two troublemakers that they also know in a field after they just stolen from this guy. Uh, uh, What the fuck? Pippin and Mary and Mary Pippin. Yeah, Mary and Pippin. I was trying to remember. Marriott, Brandy Buck, and Peregrine Took. Yeah, Brandy Buck. I can never remember his last name. Um. So they run into Mary and Pippin, and so then they two become four. Uh, and they are they, getting pursued by the uh, Nazgul. Yeah, and. So like before Mary and Pippin officially really join, they like fall it down into a road and 
and Frodo's like, we got to get off this road. He's like tripping balls. And they're like, hey, look, mushrooms. And he's like, I don't need them. them. I'm already freaking out, guys. (laughs) We got to get off the road. So they hide. And it's like one of the most iconic images from from which there's a lot of them. There's a lot. One of the most iconic images is of is of uh, the four hobbits hiding under this like root and one of the Nazgul like looking over it as he's looking for Frodo in the ring. Uh, it's, a re- it's a great scene. In yeah. this episode, I'll make an argument that the Fellowship of the Ring is a secret horror film. And this is one of the uh, scenes that I think argues that. Oh, uh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I actually was thinking that while I was watching it. So great mind. <laughs> all that. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of horror elements to it for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but the Nazgul can't look down, so they're safe. Yeah. <laughs> Just like dogs can't look up. Yeah. <laughs> they also didn't know that, you know, uh, <laughs> trees don't have hairy feet. Uh, <laughs> are we sure about that? We don't know. What? The trees don't have hairy feet? We don't know. Uh, have you yeah, ever seen a tree's foot? They don't have feet. They have never mind. How do you anyway, know? Cool. No. Nope. We see the trees later. <laughs> I'm trying to get through this <laughs> and we're preventing you. We're not, we're not making it hard. We're just, we're not, the, not making it easy. We're the goblins stopping you. <laughs> we're the goblins or are we marrying Pippin? Cause I feel we're like we're marrying Pippin, Pippin here to yeah. fuck it up all the way through. <laughs> Dibs on Pippin. That's yeah, Baggins. I know a Baggins. He's right over there. <laughs> God. Underhill. <laughs> they were better off. Underhill. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the next scene. Uh, <laughs> so Mary and Pippin join, and promptly they all get chased by the Nazgul. They make it to a ferry. They get across. They go to this town. Uh, they get to the bar, and Gandalf isn't there because they don't know, but he's been captured by uh, uh, Saruman. Christopher Lee. Yeah. And uh, so... They're at this bar. They're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Uh... Frodo knows that his last name is Burn, so he uses a fake name. Um, he doesn't explain that to Marion Pippin, apparently. <laughs> One of them goes up to get a beer. Because comes some people are talking. Because it, it comes in pints. Comes in pints. Getting one. You've already had a full half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's up at the bar getting a pint. And all the other people are talking to him and they're like asking him about Baggins because they know, you know, there's spies everywhere. Yeah. Well, also, isn't like the underlying thing like that Bilbo caused so many problems the one time he left the Shire that like you shouldn't be known as a Baggins outside of the Shire? Uh, I never got that context. No, I don't, in the, I don't think in that's the a, a, or no. in the movie. That might be a thing in the books, but it's I don't not. think so. it's not. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, mm. I thought that was the. I know, like, thought that other was why hobbits think that. Gandalf says, like, you don't get caught being a Baggins outside of the Shire. No, it's because everybody, everyone that works for Sauron knows that is looking for yeah, is looking for oh, Baggins. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but all the hobbits don't. All want. the hobbits think yeah. that about Baggins. No, yeah, yeah. If you're a Baggins, then like you're a troublemaker because of or because of Bilbo. Yeah, you want to go on adventures, and that's. Ridiculous. No. <laughs> Adventures yeah. are bad. Stay home. Stay home. Yeah. And eat nine times a day. Yeah. God, I kind of feel like I'm a hobbit, guys. <laughs> Dave, you are it sounds really like tall a delightful hobbit. existence. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, uh, so they get they get found out, and Frodo accidentally puts on the ring. He sees the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> it's all accidentally. Like, I see you. <laughs> it, it's accidental. It, is it just it yeah. falls on his finger on Frodo's part. Yeah. yeah, he fell. Yeah, she had her legs open. He slipped in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, wow. 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 Talking about rings. <laughs> yep. He put the ring on accidentally. Um. I mean, it's just as likely, right? <laughs> I mean, that ring wanted to go onto yeah. his finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sentient ring, so. <laughs> well, are we done yet? <laughs> anyway, we're in Bree. Aragorn's yeah. there. Yep. Uh, well, would you know, I don't know that he's Aragorn yet, but whatever. It's fine. Strider. Strider. But Strider, Aragorn. Aragorn, Vigo's there. Yeah, very, yeah. Vigo's there. Vigo's there. Vigo saves the day. Um brings them in and it's like what the fuck you guys are dumb <laughs> you're bad at this you guys are bad at this you're gonna get caught uh so then he kind of like takes the reins um and you know is moving them towards uh uh where are they going they're going to Rivendell Rivendell yeah <laughs> Rivendell by way of Weathertop yep um so he's leading them to Rivendell they keep our they're still consistently running away from the um, uh, Nazgul. Nazgul. Um, they get. I don't remember where they get to. They get to a certain place, and then. Uh, um, if you're referring to the attack that happens at the Watchtower of Amonsul, the Watchtower of Amonsul. colloquialism, you know, everybody just calls it Weathertop. And, oh. you know, some updates on Isengard. Gandalf okay. just trapped on a roof. Yeah. Talking right. to Moz, being a crazy old man. Yep. Um, so, uh, Mary, Pippin, and Sam are cooking, even though they know they're not supposed to have a fire. And Frodo yells at them. Who wouldn't risk their life for some bacon? Oh, dude, like the whole time that they were the whole time during the beginning of this trip, I was like, I want them to cook for me. <laughs> right. I want some fucking bacon and sausage. Uh, there and probably potatoes. are some Lord of the Rings tie in cookbooks out there. Oh, I would yeah, say yeah, that's yeah, probably a thing. 100%. 100%. But I want them to cook it for me because like I don't want to cook it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you want Sean Aston to cook for yeah, you? Yeah, I just want Sean Aston to come cook for me. Um, but, uh, so they get noticed by the Nazgul. They get chased up to the top of the watchtower. Um, uh, Frodo ends up getting stabbed after he puts the ring on to try and get away, but the Nazgul see him because, yeah. like, that's their whole deal. They're like, "Ha ha, see uh, you!" But instead of looking like <laughs> black riders, they look like like white ghostly kings. Yeah. Um, and uh, he like kind of like flinches away from them with the ring, and they get pissed off, and the front one stabs him. Uh, and then Aragorn shows up and chases them away. Uh, yeah, like a complete badass. Yeah, he's a total badass. Vigo fighting in that scene gives me such a weddy. He's <laughs> so fucking hot. And he did that. I think that was like his first day of filming or something crazy. Like, yeah. 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 Vigo's Vigo. A what a, what a man. Vigo's. Uh, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was 
so confused at where I was now. Uh, <laughs> we're all thinking about Vigo. <laughs> we're all, we're all Gandalf like, giving Mott's messages, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a birth of a master race. Yeah, there's a yeah. There's a uh, the Urukai are being made by Sauron. Uh, uh, Gandalf is still on top of the tower. He's seeing this happen. Um, Frodo got stabbed. They're running away, trying to get to uh, Rivendell because. The dagger that he was stabbed with poisoned him, and he's going to become a ring wraith uh, if he doesn't get the help from the elves soon. Um, And they're going around trying to find some herbs to try and slow the poison when... (laughs) Astroloth, it's a weed! (laughs) (laughs) It's a weed! weed. Why was this not on the question on the quest? Oh, shit. King's World. Um, when Arwen shows up, uh, Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler, yeah, and uh, she Just, takes Frodo because she has a horse and she's an elf, so she can move faster, according yeah. to D and D rules. Um, yeah. more Tolkien rules. Yeah, Tor- Tolkien was first, so he made yeah. the rules. Yeah, yeah. What's but it? Elves he move. made the rules. Yeah. True, elves move faster. And live Especially forever. through the woods, don't die. And, yeah, yeah. And well, they they can be killed, but they don't naturally die. Yeah, they don't yeah. die unless you kill them. Yeah. yeah. Um. You so like, she's. You feel like that would have been like the natural like Holocaust allegory. It's like them capturing the elves to make sure they didn't live long. Hmm. I don't know that there's necessarily a one-to-one thing with Lord of the Rings, but you can definitely see the influences World War II had on Tolkien. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of biblical influence, too. <laughs> not as much as Narnia, but... No. no, Not true. nearly as much. <laughs> <laughs> the lion is Jesus. <laughs> Narnia what? is just like, this what? character is this character. <laughs> Mind blown. Right? I had no idea. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> Aslan? What? This is a wrong series, guys. <laughs> We don't need tangents for this this episode, okay? <laughs> I'll, I'll just unrelated unrelated right. tangents Wait. are unnecessary. Sorry, sorry. So now there's a fellowship. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> skip it. Continue. We're skip on the uh, most heart pounding por- yeah. horse race you know ever. Uh, super film. super crazy uh, chase through the day, uh, like. Because they previously they were like, oh, there's only three Nazgul. Oh, now there's like four. Now there's five. Now there's like all nine are chasing uh, Arwen. I actually don't think it was all nine. I think it was seven. No, it was all nine. Was it all nine? Was it all nine? I think so. Um, You're probably right. Yeah, I was counting. It is all nine still because I was counting to see if uh, Strider had actually killed any of them. No, he just hurt them. Yeah. Temporarily, yeah. yeah. You're just fine with the torch to the face. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're ghosts, school. so uh, yeah. <laughs> Spooky ghosts. They're wraiths. Sorry, wraiths are different from ghosts. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. And they have rings. You know how many fucking monster manuals I've read? Fuck off. <laughs> I was just being, was being silly. I know. Continue. I love you. Continue. Okay. Uh, so she's running from the Nazgul. 
she gets to this river and she does the cool scene with the, the horsey water, uh, <laughs> the horsey water, the horsey yep, water. Yeah. And then she gets to Rivendell and then, ah, uh, Frodo wakes up and everybody's there and Gandalf's there. Cause Gandalf got saved by a giant Eagle while he right. was fighting with Sauron. That, that the moth went and the mo- got, moth went and right. Got. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so then don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. There's an all Eagle kingdom. Yeah. Hmm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Eagle thing. There's yeah. a whole thing. Discourse. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Just, I've already watched where Colbert is like, no, you're all fucking stupid. This is why they couldn't use the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so uh, now they're at Rivendell. Uh, you start finding out that, you know, shit's even worse than it, you thought it was. Blah, blah, blah. Gandalf's talking to Elrond. Agent Smith. Uh, Elrond Hubbard. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, with his magic underpants, uh, <laughs> Uncle <yeah>. to Samara weaving. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. No, I didn't. That makes Look sense. Look at pictures of them side to side. You can tell they're related. I'll never unsee it. Oh no. Huh. So anyway, uh, now we get the fellowship. Everybody yeah. from all the other races shows up and they're like, how's this my fucking problem? And yeah. Elrond's like, you guys remember Sauron? And they're all like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beans. Yeah. Uh, this is a great scene. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like, because not only, I mean, not only is it like the, like, it's like the culmination of the movie, right? Like the scene is literally the fellowship getting together. Mm-hmm. But like when I was watching it, I was like, Oh shit, this is literally like paralleled in Avengers, like fucking 10 years later. Yeah. Well, 11 years later. I was like, I never really thought about, I never made that connection for that scene in Avengers mm-hmm. where they're all fighting around the Tesseract. Yep. And then they like become a team. Yep. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It's That's the, cool. It's the Tesseract scene. Getting together yeah. crew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> You have my axe. <laughs> <laughs> team Gimli for the win, man. Team Gimli. Uh, yeah, so this is where you get your team of, you know, Gimli and uh, Legolas and Boromir, Aragorn and the Hobbits and Gandalf. <clears throat> and they're going to transport the ring to Mordor and destroy it in the fires of Mount Doom. The only way to destroy it. Mm-hmm. And one does not simply walk into Mordor. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goddamn it, Boromir. Oh, oh scene fucking Boromir. Uh, yeah, so this is where the movie really starts. The rest of that was just a big, <laughs> just an intro. That's the prelude. Yeah. Uh, so now they're a bigger party of people. They got to walk across the whole country to get to where they need to do and drop a ring in a volcano. Um. Wow, way to simplify it. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's Describe it. the whole right. movie. Yeah. The other- you, do you guys like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's a bunch of shit that happens, you know, obviously like, uh, you know, the, uh, Gandalf doesn't want to go anywhere near uh, humans because, or he doesn't really want to go anywhere near anyone because yeah. everybody wants to take the ring because the ring just tempts you to yeah. take it. And all like the evil creatures can sense where it is when it's being like, used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to avoid 
wherever Boromir wants to go because Boromir wants to go through human yeah. trails and roads and everything. Boromir's a cunt. He's just dumb. It's not his fault. He's a man. Fucking men. Well, so is fucking Strider, but he's not being a little cunt about it. He's he's like he's a not special dumb. man. Yeah. He's a special man. Aragorn, yeah, yeah, son of Aragorn, is, is one in a million. Yeah. Is he? Is Aragorn half? Like, is he ha- half race? No, no, no. He's man. Oh, he's like the last of like a race of men that just like lived a lot. He's yeah. one of the Dunedain. Yeah, there's. He's a different, <laughs> different <laughs> sub race. How do you, Clayton? I'm so proud of Clayton. I've been training yeah. for this forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a part of a sub race. Um, oh, wow. He's still human, but he's like like a son of Solomon kind of thing. Like he can, yeah. he can live to seven hundred years or whatever. Okay, but not as long as an elf, right? Which would be important because he's in love with Arwen, and Arwen's like, "I'll give up, I'll give up my immortality for you." And he's yeah. like, "No, don't do that." And she's like, "Yeah, fuck you, take it." And like her head, <laughs> love me and my too, giant right? hands. Yeah, that's like because if she like gives that up, she can't enter. Like the Elven Valhalla or whatever, isn't that also part of the it's just the the Yeah, she can't go back to the Grey Havens. Yeah, they can't yeah. It's a big choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's kind of like shown as like heaven or something, but it's not. It's like they just literally just go across the sea to another place. Yeah, it's like another town. I thought it was like them going to it's another. It's like another dimension. realm. Yeah, because yeah. in the fucking shitty Amazon show, they talk about that a lot, where they're like going into that other dimension and becoming one with their fucking, I don't know, shit. Yeah. <laughs> one with their shit. Cool. <laughs> they're like philosophical religion thing that their races. No, no, like, no. You, you summed it up. Yeah. Yeah. One with their shit. One with their shit. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There's complications, so they go to Moria. Yeah. So yeah. they end up going to the Mor- Mines of Moria. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the other places that Gandalf was like, we do not want to fucking go there. Let's not go yeah. there. Gimli's like, bro, my fucking cousin. And <laughs> they arrive like- <laughs> at Moria at the two hour mark. Just yeah. for anyone wondering. <laughs> yeah. They arrive at Moria. Uh, we're almost there, folks. Uh, they arrive at Moria. Um, and they got to get in and there's a riddle and everybody's too dumb to figure it out. Too tired. <laughs> this riddle it's, it's, so dumb. it's a fucking, it's a D and D party. Then it's like 10 o'clock and like half of them have to go home to their kids and everybody's tired or drunk. And you're like, okay, here's a fucking riddle for fifth graders, everyone. <laughs> and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> And they sit there for an extra hour before someone's like, you mean I just have to repeat this word that you already said? And, oh, the door opens. Yes, yes, that's all you had to do. Belloc. Belloc. <laughs> I believe it's actually Melon, but, you know. Oh. <laughs> Is that the riddle from the book? Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, it's supposed to be like that. The no, dwarves made funny. the riddle, though, so, yeah, you know. But the scene is dwarven riddle. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so they get in and then they find a bunch of dead dwarves and they're like, "Oh shit, these are like goblin arrows. We should probably leave." So they go to leave, but uh, 
what the fuck is that thing called? Do you know? It's a Kraken creature. Yeah, it has a name, though. I don't remember what it is. I'm too stoned because I was too excited about <laughs> this. So I cannot pull that out of my brain of what okay. that creature That's specifically fine. is called. I just always call it a Kraken in my head and have for years. So, um, Yeah, just Watcher in the Water. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, the Watcher in the Water is outside and it attacks them. So then they have to go in. This is a horror film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So then they have to go in where all the dead dwarves are. Um, Gimli gets sad. Gimli gets sad. Uh, they end up finding one room that, you know, is like the last stand of the dwarves. Uh, and they find out, you know, like everyone died. It was it was definitely goblins, but there was also something else. Um, and. uh Pippin fucks up and he knocks, yeah. he knocks. Like Can I make an argument for Pippin surprise, here? Surprise, surprise. Squeeze that in. Go ahead. So if Pippin had not done this, they might not have won because without this, the Balrog would not have awakened. Gandalf would not have had the opportunity to power up. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. He yeah. never would have had really saved the, the day. Yeah. He'd still be gray. Yeah. Maybe. So, but maybe Boromir didn't die. Fuck Boromir. Maybe, is a uh, bitch. maybe Boromir gets the ring. <laughs> yeah. And saves the day. Yeah. In his mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally different but, story. But really ruins everything. He'd give that ring to his tomato eating father and it would just be over. <laughs> That's next movie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that. So gross. I just went and saw these in uh, at the Imagine in Noblesville yeah. in the fall, and they showed the extended editions in 4K. It was marvelous. I hadn't seen these in theaters, and that scene, yeah, um, in a theater was just ugh, yeah. horrifying. Why did he do that that way? <laughs> it's like the fucking Luke drinking the blue milk. <laughs> that didn't bother me. I thought that was funny. Oh, but. I thought that was gross as fuck. <laughs> it's like hey, it was real gross. Anyway, uh, so Pippin fucks up, drops a a corpse down a well, makes a bunch of noise. Orcs come, they get it and fight. They have a cave troll. Uh, they they, have, a cave they troll. have a cave troll. <laughs> That's such a, he's like, oh, I have a cave troll. <laughs> uh, uh, Frodo gets stabbed. They win. They think Frodo's dead. Turns out he's wearing mithril. Whoa. That's a prize. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Frodo is the guy that like just hides all of the good loot. <laughs> just hoards all the loot for himself. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like normal, right? It's not like he did, like found it and didn't like was just like, oh well, I guess this is mine. <laughs> yeah. People give it specifically to him. Bilbo. So, so then yeah. like yeah like Bilbo that was gave it Bilbo. to him right before he does that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can I hold the ring just one more time? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just smell it? But like Frodo Frodo hardcore acts like he fucking got stabbed. Oh yeah, he like well, falls. I mean, on, he just Russell, like falls down. That, that spear would have skewered a wild boar. <laughs> <laughs> it was also thrust by a fucking cape troll. It was yes. like fifteen times the size. I'm pretty sure he got the wind knocked the fuck out of him anyway. Yeah. Um, 
But they killed the cave troll. Yeah, but they killed the cave troll. They, they kill all the goblins that were in the room at that time. Not all of them in general. No. Because there's lots more. Uh, they leave. They run away. They get surrounded by uh, like thousands of goblins after that. Uh, but then the Balrog shows up. And the 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 goblins kind of run away. Now they're running from something worse. It's basically a demon. Uh scary demon. Yeah. Basically. I think they do say a no, demon it of the is ancient a world. Yeah. Like, it is a demon. It's legit. Um it's what uh uh Baylor is modeled after. Uh hmm. uh Pit Fiend. No. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Uh, it follows them. There's some antics with, uh, teeter tottering stairwell pieces and stuff. Dwarf yeah. throwing. Oh, it's pretty great though. Yeah, it's good. It's a good scene. Um, Strider's just like, hold on, hold on. I think lean like, forward. Lean forward. We're gonna be all right. All we right. got this. Yeah. <laughs> and dwarf tossing. And dwarf tossing. Yeah. Osha would have Nobody a field day with that place. Tosses a dwarf. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No yeah. handrails. It's not a single handrail. Dude, those yeah. stairs are terrifying. Every well, time, throughout toss these three films. Himself. They didn't toss Yeah, they don't. He, yeah, Gimli but, doesn't yeah. get tossed yet. But he didn't make it. He didn't quite make it. Yeah, they had to and, grab on his beard. Uh, yeah, uh, Legolas grabbed him by, by his beard. beard. No, yeah. the beard. Like, not the beard! And like, what else <laughs> is he think, supposed to grab you by, bud? Yeah, I think the next one is where he gets tossed, because it's like a throwback. It is. It's at Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah it's at Helm's Deep. Oh, is it the second? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the third. No. The end of the second. Yeah. Um, so we get to the famous scene where they cross the thin bridge. Uh, Gandalf is last and he uh, utters the you shall not pass. Uh, and breaks the bridge and the Balrog falls and then its whip catches him on its way down. Yeah. And then, you know, fly, you fools. Gandalf tries to tell them to take an airplane to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. fly yeah. to the mountain. Right. Maybe he was trying to tell them about the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it worth mentioning that the Balrog's name is Durin's Bane? Yeah. Okay. Durin's Bane. <laughs> Which is the Durin was the uh king of that mine, right? King yeah. of Moria, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. King of Moria. Isn't that uh Gimli's cousin? Cousin, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they make it out of the mines. Uh, then they end up going to the wood elves. Um, and the wood elves don't really want to deal with them, but then they're like, okay. Uh, which is where we meet, uh, uh, Kate Blanchett's character. What the fuck is Galadriel? Galadriel. Galadriel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so many names. I'm sorry. What's the other guy's name? Uh, her hubby, Holland. Yeah, Haldir. Caldir. Haldir. Haldir. Actually, that might not be. Yeah, Haldir is the one that like uh, takes them to the queen. Her husband's name is uh, Silaborn. Yeah. Oh uh, Silaborn. yeah, Silaborn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Galadriel's like a crazy sorceress and witch, witch. Uh. And they all kind of talk to her. They there's some like mourning for Gandalf, um, and then she gives them some like gifts and sends them on their way. She has like a little interaction with Frodo, 
where he like talks to her about giving her the ring and she's like, I would be a, a terrible ruler or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Lord, you will have a queen. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, queen. Um, sorry. Uh, what? Shane was ready to bow. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Kate. Email me your number. Um, if you do not find a way, no one will. Huh? <laughs> I said, if you do not find a way, no one will. Yeah. Uh, so then they leave and they all get gifts from her. Uh, there's a, there's a thing that they don't talk about in this one. Do they talk about it in something else or is it just like in, you'll have to give me more, more context, the hairs. Oh, it was in this one. No, they, they yeah. but they don't explain why it's a big deal. Yeah. They don't explain why it's a big deal in this one. I don't think don't, they don't ever explain that. Oh, in the movies, you mean like, they? Oh, it was just because that would be like asking queen Elizabeth if you could have, no, head. there's, no. there's actually a story. There's like a no. Elf. They don't talk about there's that. There's the like movies. an elven story, yeah, where there's a like this fame, this other like famed adventurer that asks for one and she denies him, and then so then it must be like, uh, Gimli must be like an amazing person because she gave him mm. three. Yeah, that's a book thing. I've not read the book. In, yeah, uh, there's also years. isn't there also like a whole subplot between Galadriel and Legolas that isn't here? That's supposed to be here. I don't remember. But like that's why uh, Legolas like makes that face when Gimli tells her tells Legolas that she gave him three hairs. He's like, ah, I asked for one. She gave me three. Yeah, me three. Um. So they continue on, uh, and then they get to where they're pretty close to uh, Mordor. They just got across this lake and then it's, you know, a little bit more foot traffic. And then they're like at the mountains at the edge of Mordor and, uh, shit hits the fan. Yep. Fellowship breaks up. Fellowship breaks up. Uh, Boromir tries to take the ring. He fails. And then he's like, I'm sorry, leave, please go. So Frodo runs. Uh, there's like a sad scene between Frodo and Aragorn where Aragorn's basically like, I would have followed you to the end of the line, bud. Uh, but I, I understand. Go. Uh, so Frodo leaves. Aragorn, you know, defends. Um, all the other hobbits don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, uh, Merry and Pippin end up getting captured by Urukai after uh, Boromir gets killed by a particularly fearsome Urukai. Uh, Lurts. Mm-hmm. Lurts. I didn't remember that he had a name. Yeah. Yeah. It's not sad, but yes. Yeah. Lurts. Uh Aragorn and uh Aragorn ends up killing that one. Um and then it's just Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas really left uh free, except for uh Frodo and Sam are going to Mordor. The other three are going to go try to save Marion Pippin. Yes. From the Rakai. And that's basically the end of the movie. Because they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh, it's such a good song. Yeah. Yes. It's true. So that's it. Boom. Nailed it. Boom. Where are we? How long was that? 40 minutes? 48 minutes. Good job. <coughs> yeah. Three more hours. You did what took Peter Jackson four hours to do. So I mean, I did it. I did it like the cartoon. <laughs> you know, you just, just beat, beat to beat. And actually, like, that's one of the things like, um, since I'm done with that, let's actually start talking about the movie. Yeah. Um, one of the things while I was watching this, I was just like, there is so much shit that happens in this movie and it is not a lot of filler. Like there's it definitely, there are definitely some like, you know, establishing shots and stuff just because it's like a Epic, you know, journey movie. So you're like, yeah. okay, we're in this new area. This <laughs> new is what it looks is like. The real main right. character of these films. Yeah. Um, but like there's a, lot of stuff that happens right and and it's almost almost as beat to beat as the as the cartoon was but not quite um and it's like so much longer <laughs> it is but i think it's i think the pace is it's it's paced very well yeah i, I totally agree i didn't feel like i watched an almost four hour movie or three and a half. I yeah, guess is what we not at say, all. Yeah. I was yeah, kind of worried feel. when I went to see these on the big screen. I was like, man, I'm a heavy smoker. I'm going to need to uh, go break. out. And like, I did take a cigarette break when I saw them, but it was just, you know, I know these movies like the back of my hand. So I just picked sure. a spot and I just literally watched it on my phone while I was outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't miss anything, but yeah, they're paced so well. Like even return of the King, which is so fucking long. I was like the extended edition of that. I was like, damn, this is really well paced. Like you do not feel that runtime. Yeah. And like, I just went and saw Argyle, which was like two hours and 20 minutes and it did not justify it whatsoever. Yeah, there's a lot of movies like that. There's movies that are 90 and they are not a tight 90. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you could have lost 30 minutes of this, but what you need to go back to the workshop. Yeah. These are paced very well. These are paced extremely well. Yeah. Completely agree. There's I'm I'm happy that we got this. Like I'm happy that this happened when it did, that it didn't happen earlier and it didn't happen later. Yeah. Because like being in high school and like getting these movies, like granted not the extended editions till a little bit later, but sure. Like getting these movies in high school was like a big deal. And like watched them all in theaters. So they have always had like a special spot like for me, but Same. it's always been like there. It's never like really transposed itself into like the future of my life until now. This would be the first time I watched it in 16 years, probably. Yeah. This put this movie in particular has a very special place in my heart as well. It was this and cause this came out what? 2001. Yeah. This was 2001. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Was I was 11. Yeah. And this, and you're going to laugh, but this and the Dungeons and Dragons movie from the 90s yeah. is what got me into fantasy in general. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. my, my dad was big into like D&D and stuff, and he, I watched these with my dad. Mm. He's like, I read the books and everything. Here you go. And I'm like, this is awesome. amazing. Like, it yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. I didn't see this one in the theater, but I saw the other two in the theaters. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I watched, I was super into like Dragonheart and like basically any 90s fantasy that came out. Yep. Hell yeah. And like First Night and like just even even if it wasn't necessarily like magical, like I was still into all of that. Sword in the Stone was like one of my favorite Disney movies. So I was always like huge into fantasy. So then when yeah. we got these, I was like, gotta go to the theater. And like our town had a theater then. We don't now, but our town had a theater then that's where I watched them all at. So it was interesting like going back and watching this because I just like, I almost felt like I was a kid again. So like it came out Same. in theaters. Yeah. You were 11. I would have been 14. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like thinking about it too, like this, like the Lord of the Rings, like before it came out was still a big deal. Cause I remember like kids in mm -hmm. middle school and stuff like reading the books, like when you got to the age where like you could read Tolkien, like typically people were reading Tolkien, especially if there were any kind of nerds. Yeah. And so like thinking about the Lord of the Rings, like in terms of like it being an epic fantasy, like that's, this is kind of like our century's like odyssey. Like it's that, like it, it not only holds a place in culture, but like it holds a special spot in like history with everything Tolkien went through it was yeah. like writing the series and everything. And like, then, you know, 50 years later, it, we get this marvelous, like cinematic experience that like changed cinema. And like Peter Jackson was just like, Hey, I'm going to release like an almost three hour movie in theaters and everyone was like, Whoa, what? And then here we are. We're back to the, cause like in the fifties, forties and fifties, like there were a couple movies that ran that long, but like cinema really <laughs> gone with the men. Wind is four hours long, sir. And that came out in the 1920s. Yeah. Well, twenties. Yeah. Go back as far as the twenties, I guess. But so like then when you started, like this was like a big deal. Like when it came out, so yeah, because everything was like tight ninety, yeah, and like action and yeah, like we weren't getting big budget fantasy, right? Like no. Dragonheart was like a low budget movie. Like First Night was like all that stuff was like all that nineties fantasy stuff was like low budget, and even you go back to the eighties, like that was even like fucking lower budget. Like yeah. I mean, I would go so far to say that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is like the pinnacle of filmmaking and we hadn't, haven't hit it since. I mean, the fact that the studio took a bet that they would like, they filmed these over the course of like two years, back to back to back, like massive undertaking without knowing how people would receive it and then gave us this. Like, yeah. 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 This thing has happened multiple times since this, right? Like we got Lord of the Rings and like that was like unprecedented and they've done similar things where they're like, Hey, we're going to spend all this money and all these years, like building these movies and making these things. And then hopefully they release to like a wide audience and people like them. But I agree that they haven't exceeded this type of thing. I mean, the closest we've got to anything else happening remotely important to cinema would be a 22, 22 movie run of yeah, continuity. So, like yeah, like this this is a big fucking deal. It still is. Yeah, yeah. The Infinity Saga is all is a I think is an equally big deal, but I think in a totally different in way. a very different way. Very different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's better or the same, but a like 
two huge cinematic yeah. things, but like there's not a lot else that's anything like either of them. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we go back to, I mean, prior to that, you go back to like Star Wars. Yeah. And like how big a deal Star Wars was. Yeah. And then you don't have a whole lot going on or changing the scope of cinema in, in between in, those until Star Wars comes back and, uh, <laughs> and then comes back yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it came back the third time. And it really didn't do a whole lot, but no. But like, I'm not saying it did it did anything at the. But it came back the same time that this happened. Yeah. Well, the second so, time, right? So prequels. Yeah, it came back the same time that this happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you don't count the like re-releases in theaters and shit of the original trilogy before the. Yeah. came out. No, I just meant the third time Star Wars came back, it didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Talk well, about I mean, the new it didn't movies. Really do anything the second time either, but <laughs> anyway. Oh man, that KFC promo was fucking killer. Yoda man. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's no, the commercial. I don't, don't want to know. Uh <laughs> um Let's let's walk through some of the stuff that uh, that Clayton wanted to talk about. So, yeah. like the chunk at the beginning, just before they leave and everything. The way, just I don't know if you guys have ever watched any of the behind the scenes of this. Like, there are so many special features, and they are yeah. so good. You could literally learn how to make movies watching them, and yes. it's so crazy. It's been a long time, but I remember watching quite a bit of it. Uh, Russell, you've got my voodoo. All the special features are in there. Uh, oh, okay. If you have time, it's they're worth watching. Yeah. But like the way they play with the perspective, just to film the hobbits yeah. next to the people, like it's just so cool. Yeah. Like how how this even happened and like the production design of like Bilbo's Hobbit hole. Like mm. I got into these when I was, you know, probably 11 or 12. One of my teachers, I was a voracious reader was like, Hey, you should read these books. And I read them. And like the movie, I think was starting to go into production around that time. And I was so excited. And then I was so bummed when it was going to be PG 13 because I wasn't allowed to watch PG 13 films because uh, my, oh my parents God. are super Christian. They did make an <laughs> exception when it came out. I wasn't allowed to go to theaters because that was a sin. But, you know, anytime stuff was coming out in the magazines and you'd start seeing a little bit of like the production, like, oh, this is what Rivendell yeah. looks like. Yeah. It was just like, oh my God, like, this yeah. is crazy. And I was just like, waiting in the wait between theaters and coming out to home video watched it on VHS uh, (laughs) um, was horrible like and it just really brought something to life and I never seen anything like it and Mm. I've just been obsessed ever since for the past 23 years Um, (laughs) yeah wow Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah. You just said it out loud, and then you're like, "Fuck." And just like the way this has permeated, just like pop culture, like the Mm -hmm. amount of memes that have come out of Lord of the Rings ever since we knew we were doing this. I've just been sending Russell uh, nonstop (laughs) Lord of the Rings memes. Anything that I see (laughs) that I come across in my tiny amount of time on social media, right? And like the sound design of this stuff, like when Gandalf touched the one. Did any of you watch this with surround? Good man, good man, Shane. Yeah, like when he touches the ring, it's just so oh, cool. Yeah. Like, dude, everything. Like, the sound design was one of the things that I wanted to talk about because it's so fucking awesome. So like, many cool effects, like when yes. Galadriel's talking to them in their minds, the yes. way it like goes around the soundstage, and just 
everything involving the Nazgul is just. Oh my god, it's so uh, good. The score is so good, which it won an Oscar for. Uh, Deserved just, it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good. Like, I love the music to it. You could just, like, turn it on. Yeah. And it's one of the best movie soundtracks. Like I mentioned during your thing, like, again, I think this is a horror film. Yeah. There's so many truly, like, when all the goblins and orcs are coming out of the ceiling and yes. Moria pouring yeah. out, like, ants, just yes. like horrifying it is well that's what i mean that's that's what like makes it so great right like because or that's what at least one of the things because like it, it, at its heart it's like or at the surface it's a fantasy movie yeah. but then you do have literally every other genre incorporated into this movie mm. so like it's not just like hey we did like a fantasy thing hey there's bows and arrows and swords and like some magic Sorcery. like it has heart like it has, it has so much heart like it does it's like tons of heart but yeah. it has you know horror action yeah, Peter, like Peter the, Jackson's good with horror. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. comedy. The comedy is good. Comedy. Like you were talking about, like the one scene's supposed to be funny. Like, yes, and it is funny. Right. Like there's there's a lot of good comedy. <laughs> Rosie and, knows an idiot when she sees one. Does she? <laughs> it's great, and the characters yeah. are so lovable, and it's this beautiful story of like friendship and bravery, and like watching it now after being an addict, like the story of like the ring as addiction. As, yeah, as being yeah, hit temptation. me in a totally different way. I was like, that's so cool. Uh, and just all of it, and its depiction of like masculinity and friendship, mm-hmm. like nobody would say Aragorn's not like a manly man, right? But at, in this film, you know, you've got him tenderly kissing Boromir's forehead and crying when he dies, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just like, man, this movie and story is such a good template for people, yeah. Like, I don't know, it's amazing. It's a perfect film. Just yeah. I don't disagree at all. No, I, yeah. This movie rules. I, and it's a total stoner film because really, all they're smoking is just. <laughs> it's like, they, do, they, do, they do cheap it up a lot. Yeah. What do they call They even call it weed. It's something yeah. weed. Pipe what weed. is it? Pipe, yeah, weed. pipe weed. Yeah. Well, everyone except for Soromon. Soromon's just like, you. <laughs> you your love of the halfling's <laughs> leaf has clearly <laughs> slowed your mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Everything with the Nazgul's are just amazing. I'm really sad yeah. when they aren't writers anymore. And the, it's something about them dressed like that on the horses specifically is so evocative and Ooh, creepy. Yeah. Like yes. the yeah. cinematography in these movies. Yeah. So do they come back or is this the only time we see them on the horses? The Nazgul. Yeah. No, they're like the Nazgul are featured very heavily in all three films. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been and years, I'm, guys. It's okay. It's I'm years. hoping. And the Nazgul, too, are the nine men, yes. right? The yeah. nine kings yeah, of they, men. They, who they were do given explain rings. that in the. They, they brief. There's like a sentence that says that that is who they are in the extended edition. I don't know if that sentence is in the standard edition. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen the theatrical editions because yeah. once these came out, you know, about a year later, right. I just never went back. Yeah. 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 This is what you watch. There's, you there's a ton of stuff uh, that is obviously there's a ton of stuff that was added, but like it all fits so well. And like, well, the production value was so close to, yeah. The, the finished production value 
that like there's very few of them where you can go, oh yeah, this is totally an extra scene. Yeah, and I could see why the studio was scared to put out something that long theatrically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Be like, we can cut that for pacing. And I mean, just how he handled this as an adaptation of these beloved stories and you know there were changes that were made and there's stuff that's left out Mm. you know people have their opinions about it but i think overall it was handled about as masterfully as you could with something like this yeah that you can't be mad at it like why did they do this like five six hundred pages books they're huge yeah which is why i have a huge issue with the hobbit films because that is the shortest book out of all four of those they could have done that in one movie sure let him have two if you really want to but that did not need to be a trilogy that was almost as long as lord of the rings yeah i feel like that could have very easily been two movies you know you split it when they get to smog and then smog in the all the way through the battle of the five armies could have been the second movie but whatever they did what they did I feel like they dropped the ball real hard with the Hobbit because they, well, they did two things that they should have done. A, they split it up into three movies and then they recorded it in, uh, they recorded it with technology that we still don't quite have the scope of viewing correctly. So like, I don't remember exactly what the deal was with the cameras, but like the cameras they used. Oh, they did it in a high frame rate. They, it just gives it an odd look. Yeah, what is it like? Is it 120? Uh, I can't remember. I think they filmed it at like 48 frames per second instead of 24. Yeah, film's very slow. Is it? Is that it? I thought it was higher than that. I don't I, know. I think it was just. Wait, yeah, they did that, and then it makes, and then like there were that created problems with like special effects when they added the special effects. Because like literally doubles it, the amount of special effects you have to do. Yeah, yeah. I will say I. A while back, I did rewatch the extended Hobbit trilogy because I was doing a whole big thing of watching all six films, and it didn't bother me as much watching it like on 4K with Dolby. Like it, mm-hmm. yeah, matched up a lot better. It didn't have. It still has a little bit of an odd look to it, but not yeah. as egregious as it watching used to be. it in the theaters. It was atrocious. Yeah. Like. It watching watching the first one, I watched one and three of the Hobbits and three. In I'm so theaters. sorry, I'm not a huge fan of the Hobbit. Yeah, watching films. it in theaters was just absolutely ridiculous. But it could have been another moment. Like they fucked that up because it could have been another. Like it could have been like that continuation of the moment that we had with the Lord of the Rings, where you know they come back and they do this and like they make it great, but they went too hard, and then they were just like, ah, oh, money. Yeah, it just felt like a total cash grab, and I, I don't know, it's just kind of icky. Yeah. Yeah. I think the performances are uniformly just phenomenal. They all just really get their thing. Liv Tyler is there with her massive hands. Um, I was going to say, I think almost everyone's performance is great. Someone else other than Liv Tyler should have been in this movie. I actually, I really <laughs> like Liv Tyler as Arwen and what she does like they don't give her a lot to do but she they give her more to do than the books honestly yeah but it just sometimes when she's like has her hands on you know she's steven tyler's daughter she comes back honestly but um she'll like have her hand on aragorn's face and i'm like oh my god (laughs) she does not have small feminine hands but yeah just i mean her thing with the water like give up the halfling she elf you know if you want him come and claim him it's just mm-hmm. makes you want to cheer like i've seen this movie it's countless so times and it all still just like works beginning to end which is why russell i've 
been harping at you for so long to be like, how do you not think this is great? You've been so like meh about it. I mean, I and never said I. I was, like, I was never getting like, meh vibes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I still like, <laughs> like I enjoy this. I enjoy watching this. I was terrified to rewatch it because I was kind of like, oh my god, I'm gonna hate this. But I didn't. I didn't. There's there. I only have one major complaint, which is actually like a pretty big complaint. Okay. But that's the only now. complaint that I have as far as the movie goes. Give it to me now. Yeah. Give it to me now. My only real complaint is like it suffers really hard from like the late nineties action scenes because they, and I don't know if it's to cover up choreo choreography mistakes, but like, I don't love the way the fight scenes are shot. So like there's too much jumping around instead of like actually like, like it's a, it's a, there's a lot of like uh, quick cuts. Yeah, in that between depends. The action. I think that depends on but, the, the scene because, like, there's definitely some people where they aren't great at the, the fighting stuff. Yeah, but but it's nothing like what you're you're comparing it to. I don't think because you're talking about like some like born identity style. Uh, it's yeah. not nearly that. Just that. I think no, it's a good middle ground. I don't think ground. it's like nearly as bad. Well, it's like no, there's like the the fighting <laughs> Moria in the room where they're all stuck in the room like that. Like watching that scene is very jarring, and because it's not like none of it, none of the fighting breathes, none of the action breathes. It's just a lot of like slap cuts, I and I don't know you. if it's because the core. I mean, you don't have to, but I don't know if it's because like the choreography was so hard. If they had to cover stuff up in post, or if it's just like a sign of like the cinematography of action scenes from the time. Uh, I think that's a you problem, Russell. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think it's done. The only, I think some of the CG, I think the effects <clears throat> hold up remarkably well, but some of the times when they had like, you know, at the very beginning when you're seeing a huge rows of humans and elves all doing their thing. And you're like, yeah, this is a CGI army, but it still yeah. mostly looks okay. It's not yeah. like egregious, but that's really yeah. the only thing I would say negatively about any sort of as far as, scenes. as far as the effects go, like I think the effects like for a movie that is 23 years old or is absolutely wild, like how well pretty much everything still looks considering, especially considering there's stuff that comes out now that doesn't look half as good as this movie looks. Yes. There's yep. one thing that they did really poorly and I'm not sure why it's like that. Cause like nothing else is as bad as this, mm -hmm. but it's flare on the screen. So anytime there's an extremely bright light that is not a real light, it looks like total shit and it's oh, always yeah. looked like total shit. Yeah. Like it looked like shit in 2001. It wasn't like, Oh wow, that looks okay. And now you're like, Oh, that's terrible. No, yeah. this always looked bad. So the ones that I can remember off the top of my head is when they're in the mines of Moria and Gandalf lights his staff. Yeah. That one is awful. And then, uh, the other one is when they pick up the hobbits, when the Urukai pick up the hobbits, mm -hmm. you're like looking at them from underneath and they like kind of walk off with them. And I think it's because they're doing like a CGI thing to make the hobbits small and the Urukai big enough to look like they're as big as they should be versus the hobbits. Yeah. That the light looks funky. But it like 
it's a layer thing where it's like, you know, the, the light is, is like a piece of paper instead of like a light. Yeah. So when it passes through a thing, it's like completely opaque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens with the, the one on his staff, but I do like, have a question. How did, did you watch this on HBO? Did you watch it on Blu-ray? Did you, I watched it on HBO. Okay. Uh, I don't think they had the 4k on there. I will say a lot of that stuff was cleared up with the 4k with the color grading, having okay. more nuance and, you know, the whites and because I mean, that's just a, that's an effect thing. That's not, I don't think that's going to be fixed by color grading. I, the effect is still there, but it is more nuanced. It didn't bother me like before, because you're right. Especially when Gandalf lights his thing, it's just like, yeah. mm. but <laughs> uh, yeah, I do think it's mostly been fixed with the uh, newer technology. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, those are the only things that I really think. like. I'm not. I don't know that I, I I like even understand what Russell's complaining about. Like I don't like. There's no. There's like the like when there is a fight scene. Uh huh. There are more cuts in three minutes than there is probably the uh, all of the not fight scenes of the movie. Like it's it's those super weird jump cuts. Like where it's they're like trying to get all the action in and like you're getting like you get to see some of the action, but you're not really seeing all of the action like a sword comes down and it cuts before the sword hits someone Uh like you're not you're like someone goes to parry and like before you see like it's just it's it's like a fighting pacing problem maybe. So I think the intent is to make it feel as chaotic as being in that room. Especially that that particular scene. Yeah. Because then like you've got some other fight scenes that happen where it's not like that at all. Yeah. Like and they're all very good at that. Unless the fight scene is intended to breathe. Like when Boromir's getting like arrowed to death. Uh Like you get like a really but it's supposed to be right. Like it's supposed to be slow and impactful and like it's supposed to be that way. But even when Strider is fighting, like before that happens, and Strider is on the hill fighting, there's a lot of unnecessary cuts where it could have just been breathable scenes where you actually get to see the action like unfold. I think that's a directive choice to talk to hit exactly what you're talking about and what Clayton is talking about, where the fight scenes are supposed to be chaotic and dramatic as opposed to uh, breathing. Like you're it's not like about. Ridley Scott sitting back and like watching a battle unfold. Yeah. So like you've got you've got a and and it's also really stark the change because of how like broad and and like uh and everything everything is before that right because you don't really yeah. have any kind of like intense scenes that aren't these fights right so like I think maybe like the starkness between those things is fucking with you where like I just was like okay this is it this is how it is. I don't. I didn't have a problem with it, or really noticed that yeah. it was like different. Well, it's like I. I think it's. <clears throat> I think it's purposeful to get a feel like like he's talking about the chaos of the fight in the in the mines, right? And then the fight with. I didn't really feel like that at all with the fight. I, so with, the three main fight Aragorn. scenes, I feel like they do the same thing. So like the where Aragorn's fighting the Nazgul, like when he's actually is getting into the fight with him, like. There's a there's a lot of cuts that are unnecessary instead of it being choreographed, like and then you get into the 
the the fight in the mines and then the other fight like it's and it 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 might just be bec- and that's also why I recommend or why I say like the style of the times because like fight scenes now you get a lot of actual like like they're choreographed in a way you can actually watch the fight without having to cover anything up with a sh- with a with a jump cut so like you actually will watch two people like have like a sword fight or you'll watch 10 people versus one person like have an actual choreographed sword fight whereas like i know a lot of this is choreographed which is why i'm confused like they choreographed like a bunch of stuntmen and you know and then they use there's all these cuts instead of actually like watching the fight play out i feel like the level of quality in the films, they were probably choreographed very well, and the actors were pretty good at it. I think it's yeah. just a mood that they wanted to I, convey. And I don't think that it, like, I don't think it degrades it, like, necessarily. Like, I don't think, like, because that's what we were getting at the time, too. Like, it was, like, a part of the late, of anything before 2000s and before the last, like, 10 10 years or so like it was just a part of how action scenes were shot and like i don't necessarily think it degrades anything anyone did in the movie it just is i think a sign of the times as far as like when the movie was made because like i feel like these fight scenes now would be like you would feel like you get to watch the whole fight scene as opposed to okay like you're you these highlight a few awesome things that happen in the fight you know what i mean like if there's something crazy that one of the characters are going to do it will highlight it and then everything else just jumps around to give you like these quick shots of what's happening sort of like actually seeing the fight unfold i don't know when you're trying to keep up with nine characters on screen it would be hard to really give them the proper moments that you would want to get from all of them without shooting it like this. Yeah. I mean like the, especially the, the mines scene, like, yeah, but like, I, I like, I would agree as far as how he's talking about, like how it's cut and everything with the mine scene. I, I'm having a problem with the, the watchtower scene and the, the scene, uh, before Boromir scene. Yeah, I don't get that vibe off of them at all. Aragorn fighting the Nazgul and one's Aragorn mm-hmm. fighting the or the Urukai. Like I don't really see that yeah. in either of those. But. but I will say when we're nitpicking to this level, that just shows how masterful yeah. uh, Peter Jackson was yeah. able to bring this together. And I'm just saying that like that's my only real qualm. Like is I don't like I don't love the action scenes because of the way they're cut. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll feel the same way about the next one. Cause I very differently remember the battle of Helm's deep being, being, being very much different, like being less, less cut together, less chaotic. Yeah. Less like, like feeling more like actual fight scenes, but I think Helm's deep is like my favorite battle scene ever committed to film. Yeah, and I think though that's I think I'm I'm assuming that's where it changes in the trilogy, like is the Battle of Helm's Deep. But I'm also very curious because I don't know if Lord of the Rings is the reason why we don't get those like shitty '90s action scenes anymore. Like, 
I mean, I didn't think they were shitty '90s action no. scenes. So, like, I just yeah. don't same see it. I didn't feel like I was it. watching True Lies or something, you know. Yeah, which I great. also greatly love the action scenes in True Lies. But I get your point on that. Like, a lot of action yeah. was shot in the '90s. Yeah, I just don't yeah. think this really reflects that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see where we go. That is how I feel about these scenes sure. so far yeah. in the Fellowship. But I've been dying to find out if our friendship could survive this. And Battle of Helm's Deep. <laughs> Glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it's a great movie. Like, but if I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, that's really my only issue with the movie. Uh, I love some of the shots they're able to get, like when they're at the council and the rings on the table and you see the reflection of all of them in the ring yes. and like fire yeah. comes up. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. And like the way since Galadriel, like, you know, it's a book detail, but she was the last person to see like, you know, those trees or whatever. And so the reflection in her eyes is different than everyone else. It has all the points of light because she's the last one that saw it. And they had to build like this special rig to have that little tiny effect that nine out of 10 people won't even fucking notice. Yeah. And it's just so fucking cool. I don't like seriously, the special features, I should go watch them because it's been a very long time. We should review those next time. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so much time. (laughs) And I love all the characters, every single one of them, even Legolas, you know, just announcing all the obvious, yeah, uh, things. It's but just it's great, hilarious. By the end of yeah. the trilogy, just how many times you're just like orcs, goblins, yeah. a red sun rises, blood has been spilled this night. Like it's just constant. It's just like oh, yeah. Legolas, just shut up, <laughs> oh, Legolas. <laughs> Tell me something else I didn't know. <laughs> and like, I'm the, excited to see uh, Frodo forget Legolas's name. Yeah, because they never talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about the only thing he says the entire trilogy is like, "You have my bow." That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a meme <laughs> that talks about that that goes around every now and then. And when watch and Shane and I were talking about it after I watched Fellowship because I was like, "There's no way that meme is right." Like, so I so we have to pay attention. We have to see if Legolas and Frodo talk. But I also don't think that they do. I, I don't think they do. Yeah, because he he like shows up at the end, right? But he all he does is like smile or something. Uh, yeah, I think they just smile and like bow or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, because Frodo like says, you know, Gandalf, Sam, who are you, Elf guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the standout sequence, the Moria sequence. Sometimes I'll just like throw on Fellowship and just watch it. Because it's so good. I mean, they call it a mine. A mine. Uh, I can't hear the word mine without just doing that in my head. Uh, uh, just wonderful. Awesome. A mine, Indy. And I like a e- mine. Even though it talks about so much evil and everything, it's a it's a very hopeful story mm. with a lot of ideas on redemption. You know, for anyone that's not Sauron, pretty much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just his whole Gandalf speech to Frodo. You know, many that live deserve death, and some that die deserve life. Like, I don't know. It's just a really, really beautiful story. Yeah, which is like an interesting foreshadowing piece because, like. Would Frodo have just killed Gollum as soon as he encountered him had Gandalf not said that to him? Probably. Like, does saying that, does Gandalf saying those, like, two lines to Frodo, like, save Frodo in the future? Yes, because there's several times where there's, like, a line that Gandalf says 
before something happens that totally either foreshadows <laughs> or protects whoever he told that to from whatever just happened. He's very wise. He's, he knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a wizard. Yeah. He's a fucking wizard. He, he knows everything. Wizard. Yeah. Like Galadriel's mirror, he knows all the things that were, things that are, and some things that have not yet come to pass. <laughs> like the things I worry about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's like anxiety. It's great. <laughs> Wizard's just full of anxiety. Yeah. That's it. Kate Blanchett, like, she has, you know, Russell made a joke off mic about, you know, her seven minutes of screen time, but like, yeah. what an impact what in those seven minutes. Seven minutes, bro. <laughs> I think that was the first She's thing great. I ever saw her in. I think it, I think it's the same for me. Yeah. Very, a lot of step on me, mommy energy, mm-hmm. you know? tell us more shane if uh no i'm not oh fuck it i've admitted (laughs) this on my podcast the lurts that urukai i think has very sexy legs i have admitted to that before so i can't make fun of you for your love of galadriel Uh, I do have a question I want to ask all of you. Okay. How many bites of Olympus bread would it take to fill you up, do you think? Probably like two. I think I could do three. I don't know. Like, I'm a stoner. I can can handle munchies. I think I could do three bites. Yeah. I'm thinking one or two. Oh, you're totally a one bite. I'm probably a three or four bite. You got the stomach capacity of a hobbit? I think so. How many do you have? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I love their capacity for eating and all their meals. Really, we should just live like hobbits. We should. But like the adventurous hobbits. Yeah. Not the Sackville Bagginses. Not the Sackville Bagginses. Because the they're troops. the worst. Um, the statues at the water. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been anything more epic put to screen? Uh, no, I mean like when they're canoeing past those little toes and they're just towering over them. Yeah. Fucking toes. Yeah. Toes are little itty bitty. Yeah. Like it's so epic. Oh this movie gets me fucking pumped. Yeah, man. That's the trolls, right? No, no, they no, saw those the, earlier. The statues, no, yeah, the sta- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Statues the water the statues. Yeah, water statues. The waterfall. Yeah. That are like... Yeah. You know. <clears throat> it's epic as hell. Yeah. yeah. Like ancient Egyptians had to have built those or something. Yeah. I 100% believe that. The Colossus of Rhodes. Do you guys love the story of friendship that this tale holds? I mean, Sam and Frodo. Mm. Sam's yeah. the real hero of this story. Agreed, we all know, yeah. We all know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... It's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I Frodo's love it so just much. just like along for the ride, basically. Like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he's a ring addict. It's he's, hard. He's yeah. the pack mule. Yeah. And his, his fucking sponsor. He's dragging <laughs> him out of every hole that he can find him in. I do want to share one last thing. It's a joke okay. that I heard when I went to see American Fiction the other day. And uh, it applies to the end of this film when Frodo is in the boat and Sam is coming after him. And if you don't know, behind the scenes, Sam cut his foot. Sean Aston cut his foot walking in the water for that. Oh, yeah. um, there is a joke. You're in a boat right, right by shore, a few feet out. You're wearing $600 shoes. You've got an Uber about to leave the beach. 
Why is this a legal issue? What? What? You want me to repeat it? Yeah. Okay. So you're in a boat. Okay. A rowboat. You're right by shore. You're wearing $600 shoes. You're trying to catch an Uber and it's leaving. Leaving the beach. Why is this a legal issue? No clue. It's a matter of Roe versus Wade. (laughs) Uh, Ah, I get it. (laughs) Barry had a laugh track. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, Dinner Edition. Three hours and 20 minutes of perfection. Wouldn't change a thing. I'm glad you didn't have a lot to diss about it, Russell, because our friendship was on the line. Yeah, it's like literally, I don't... No, and like as so the way I remember it, so like the way I remember it is this one is really good, two is great, and three is not. The Those two towers the is my favorite, but we'll see. Return of the King I did really enjoy when I went and saw it in theaters last year. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is better than I remembered. So just on a pure filmmaking standpoint yeah so like i remember leaving return of the king and just be and pretty much just being like why can nobody make a trilogy and that was pretty much always my impression oh we'll see when we watch it yeah i mean i think you're like really aggressively wrong but (laughs) i will see i I love this two weeks yeah yeah all right are we ready to uh, go down to the corner? I would. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. I'll go to the corner with you. Yeah, let's go. I'll go I'll to the end. Set your six-hour timer. Yeah. The trivia on this movie. So just yeah. trivia. Pick, <laughs> pick like a half a dozen. Just highlights. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't do all of them? No, don't do all of you them. You sure? Do yeah, all some this how many trivia Literally. pieces are on IMDb specifically? They don't number them. They I do, actually. Them. Do they? Mm-hmm. But you got to scroll all the way to the bottom. No, it says, it says at the top. Does it say at the top? Yeah. Depends on what version of the app you want to imagine. Uh, I don't see any. You don't see now any? No, I got to look. Let me see the trivia. I'll, I'll look it up while you're looking. Just vamp. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys want to walk on down to the corner? Yeah, I'll follow you down there. I know you will, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Shane. <laughs> there are 368 pieces of trivia about Lord of the Rings, the yeah, Fellowship of the Ring. On I'm reading them all. Strap in and strap on. <laughs> on your own fucking time. You, you guys got strap ons? <laughs> I don't know what we need strap ons for. Do we need two dicks? I can barely handle one that I, I have. Mean, I mean, congratulations, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just it's bothersome. No. <laughs> You got big hands, bro. It you can barely used. handle it. Jesus <laughs> fuck. It doesn't get used much. All right, weird. Uh, all right, let's go to Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Oh, neat. Neat. Hell yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm. For all 365. No. Uh, Sir Christopher Lee... Saruman... Uh, read The Lord of the Rings once a year until his death in 2015. He had done so since the year it was published. He was also the only member of the cast and crew to ever have met J.R.R. Tolkien. That what a guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Isn't that nuts? Yeah. To think about. Uh, Director Sir Peter Jackson gave one of the rings used in the movies to uh, Elijah Wood Mm. and uh, Andy Serkis. Nice. Uh, as a gift, when the shoot was finished, they both thought they had the one, the only one. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Gandalf's painful encounter with a ceiling beam and Bilbo's hobbit hole was not in the script. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen banged his forehead against the beam accidentally. Uh, Sir Peter Jackson thought Mc, uh, McKellen did a great job acting through the mistake and kept it in. Uh, same vein, uh, Liv Tyler, uh, Arwen, when she's riding through the woods and that branch catches her on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Also not in the script. Which is sure. iconic. I will yeah. say, I banged my head the other day. I was going to my yearly physical at the doctor. Did you I go, could- oh! <laughs> no. I... <laughs> Will say I was really embarrassed, but nobody saw me. I couldn't remember what floor my doctor's office was on, and I was running uh-huh. late. And so I had like texted mom, like, "Hey, what floor is it on?" And so I was looking at my phone to see what floor, and there was a truck parked near my vehicle that had a ladder in the back of it. Oh that no! Was oh, no. And I smacked my face so hard. See, there's a red red oh, spot. I see it. Yeah, it's yeah. very tender. And I walked into it so hard, and nobody saw, and I was very embarrassed. At least no one saw it. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I was at the hospital, so it's a good place. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, right? but... <laughs> I never get that lucky, man. I always yeah. do something stupid. And like, there's like four people watching. My son of a it's bitch. the only time that <laughs> nobody saw it, yeah. to my knowledge. You ready for some more trivia? Yeah, let's yeah. go. Uh, despite playing a dwarf, uh, John Reese Davies, Gimli, uh, is the tallest of the actors who played members <laughs> of the Fellowship. He's six foot one. He recorded on his knees for like two years, six years. Jeez. Uh, During filming, most of the members of the fellowship took up surfing in New Zealand in their spare time. Uh, And they all got matching tattoos. Yeah, they did. Uh, Oh, man, it would disappear. There, I found it again. Uh, Amongst them was Viggo Mortensen. Uh, who wiped out terribly one day and bruised one whole side of his face. Uh, the next day, makeup artists tried to mask the bruising and swelling, but were unsuccessful. Instead, Sir Peter Jackson opted to film Mortis Mortensen uh, from one side for the entire scene. In the Mines of Moria, when they find the tomb, Aragon is only seen from one side in the whole scene. Huh. See, Russell, there's huh. an explanation. Yeah, boom. <laughs> it's your, Vigo's fault. <laughs> uh, the cast often had to fly to remote shoot locations by helicopter. Uh, scene Bean, Boromir. Yeah. It's Sean Bean, but it's fun to say Scene Bean. Um, was afraid of flying and would only do it when absolutely necessary. Uh, when they were shooting the scenes of the fellowship crossing the snowy mountains, he'd spend two hours every morning climbing from the base of the mountain to the set near the top, already dressed as Boromir. <laughs> I'd have gotten over my shit real quick because that sounds exhausting. The crew, as they were flown up, could see him from their helicopters. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I love that. Like, oh, it's Boromir. That's fucking wild. Uh, originally the narration at the prologue was to be spoken by Elijah Wood but it was felt that the information imparted had little bearing on the character of Frodo 
Uh, Sir Ian McKellen also recorded a narration, but once again, it was felt that Gandalf wasn't the right character to speak it. Neither he nor Frodo were present at the events described in the prologue. They eventually settled on Kate Blanchett as Gladriel, as it emphasizes the timely timelessness of the elves. Mm. Mm. I love that opening voiceover so yeah. much. Just instantly, like, I'm yeah. here. I'm in the yes. vibe. It's happening. I'm in for three hours of just greatness. She can tell me whatever she wants. <laughs> so, oh, I, sorry. Do you want Kate Blanchett as Galadriel telling you to do things? Or Kate Blanchett and Thor telling Hella. you to do things? Hella. 100%. I thought so. But <laughs> I just settle for Kate Blanchett with like her her chestnut bob or whatever. I don't fucking care. Any and all Kate Blanchett. Yeah, just Kate yep. Blanchett. Any and all. Um, when Pippin is being hit with the apples after asking about second breakfast, it is Viggo Mortensen chucking the apple at his head. Uh, they had to shoot this scene 16 times to get it just right. And Billy Boyd. <laughs> Did they really need to, though, or were they just fucking with him? <laughs> uh, Billy Boyd says he believes Mortensen enjoyed himself immensely. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, pencil skirt, like random white blouse. Oh, you're still on Kate. <laughs> Chestnut Bob. I, that's, that works too. I don't okay, care. Got it. So you're saying I should go watch Carol? Got it. <laughs> Uh, Viggo Mortensen purchased Arwen's horse after production and gave it to Liv Tyler's riding double, Jane Abbott. Mm. That's neat. What a romantic gesture. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen, Aragorn, if you didn't know, um, (laughs) who is trilingual in English, Spanish, and Danish, requested the script be revised to let Aragorn speak more of his lines in Elvish. Also, how crazy is it that they came up with a whole fucking elvish language that you could like learn? Yeah. Fucking yeah. nuts. Oh, uh, let's do a little bit of skipping around here. Um Orlando Bloom. Just do a couple more. Landed the role. Okay. Orlando Bloom landed the role of Legolas two days before he finished drama school. <laughs> What? Talk about a big break. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Let's do some spoilies. Right. Maybe if I can find some. Yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't let him talk very much. Yeah. Does he have more like lines in the books? I don't remember. But yeah. I think so. I Probably like but not much. More. I don't think. Yeah. He's uh, just there to oh, look wow, pretty. Yeah. It's true. And tell them obvious things. He didn't do shit before this. Yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah. Two Hmm. days out of drama school. Someone wasn't listening. Uh, According to Sean Astin, in the extended DVD commentary, when Bilbo drops the ring before leaving Hobbiton, the floor was magnetic to prevent the ring from bouncing. There we go, that's it. This was done to demonstrate the importance and weight of the ring. Nice. Ooh, I like that scene. Neat. Yeah. It's very neat. Although in the movie, it seems to be only a few weeks or so. In the original book, the time between Gandalf departing after Bilbo's party, his visit to a stone city in Gondor looking for information about the ring and his return to Frodo in his home at night spans about 17 years. 
Uh, Jesus. This is shortened in this film to a few weeks at most, uh, although it was kept in the animation version of Lord of the Rings in 78. Uh, likewise, while Frodo leaves the Shire with the ring the same night that Gandalf visits him, in the novels, it takes several weeks or even months to sell his horse and lands. Uh, and moved to another area as a way of explaining his departure from the Shire. Uh, not revealed in the movie, the stone city visited by Gandalf is uh, Minas Tirith uh, in Gondor, which would mm-hmm. have been more relevant in Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Yep. Let's do two more. All right. Um, the ironic part about the Fellowship mourning the loss of Gandalf was, at that point, none of the cast members had met Sir Ian McKellen, let alone <laughs> seen him dressed up as a wizard. Movie making. That's great. It's fucking great. And last one. Uh, the dummy of Sh- uh, Sean Bean's body, seen at the end, was so convincing that a crew member, while taking lunch orders, asked other cast members if he wanted anything. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That department at Weta. Just, right? Yeah. What is insane? Perfect. Great work. Does he, uh, does he want anything? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Uh, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Ooh, neat. All right, guys, let's rate this. Let's rate get it. A, get out of this two hour episode. Uh,. We're not quite there yet. I know we're not quite there yet, but we're not quite done yet either. <laughs> yeah. Russell hasn't started talking about his review yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do. I'll do two versions. I'll do like a regular review, and then I'll do an extended review. You guys can catch that in a year from now. <coughs> Clever. <laughs> That's good, buddy. I'm gonna, gonna give this a nine point eight. I I don't. I wow. fucking was so into this when I watched it this time. I don't even know. It was so good. It was so good. It's very good. There's very, very few things that even sort of bothered me. And it's just like dumb old visual effects from 2001. So, yeah. 9.8. Russell. Wow. That's the highest you've ever rated anything. No. Not anything. On the show? Yeah. What did you rate higher? Blade Runner? Pretty sure I thought we both gave Blade Runner 9.5. I thought I gave it a 9.9. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It should be a 9.9. This is a 9.8. Retconning it. Yeah. Um I mean I I don't I oh all right. Oh okay. Words. Yep. All right. From the beginning to the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, I have little to no complaints. My one complaint isn't even that big of a complaint. Like honestly, because it just like I feel like it's just part of how we did things for movies. But as far as things I like go, I think the pacing is the pacing is pretty much perfect. Like even it being like the extended version, it being three hours and fucking 30 minutes long, like the, the core of the film before the credits, I think is what you said. 
Yes. Yeah. And, uh, like, the pacing is great. Like, it's phenomenal. Um, I'm not upset I didn't watch it before now. I'm kind of glad. But at this point now, I could see watching it more often. Like I could see rewatching this probably more often than most things. Um, but we'll have to see when we get through the trilogy because typically when I watch something, I want to watch all the things. And I already know I don't want to watch any of the Hobbitses. So that kind of hurts and sucks. Uh, but uh, the camaraderie is great and there's so much heart to this movie. Yeah. And it feels so good. There's so many likable characters. And the one character I don't like, I end up liking when he dies. Yep. Like, because I'm Sean I'm Bean. Just, yeah. Great at death scenes. Oh, yeah. Because the whole good. time, we're just like, Sean Bean, fuck you in this movie. Boromir, yep. you fucking bitch. And then, like, we get to the death scene, and I was like, I don't remember this hurting this bad. I do. <sighs> I do. But it did. Every successive arrow, just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. It did. It oh, hurt. fuck. Uh, Aragorn talking to fucking Frodo is fucking beautiful when Frodo departs and I'm like 90% sure they don't see each other again till the end of the movie. Nope. So I'm excited for two. Uh, I'm trying to maintain a reservation for three because I want to like all three of these. I want this, I want to be able to sit down and watch these, but like as on a regular basis, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies. And there are fantasy movies that I would probably be more likely to watch again. Like The Green Knight. Um, <laughs> but this is also epic fantasy. So this is still like there's still not a lot out that is like this because this is high fantasy and we still don't have a lot of that, which pisses me off. I'm going to at least rate it as high as I've rated all of my favorite movies, which is 9.5. Dave? Um, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Like, watching it again, it's been a while since I had rewatched it. It brought me back to... Dude, 100%. To, to watching this with my dad and, like, falling in love with fantasy, and then shortly after these movies, I got into my first D&D game with my dad. Like, it it, it brought me back to those simpler times. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just so good. The pacing, like everyone said, like, you know, is amazing. The the fellowship, like, the friendship in this movie is just it's, it's so good. Yeah. This movie fucking rules. I'm giving it a 10. Yeah, I know. You, you know, you know. I knew you were giving it a ten, but yeah, yeah. Shane knew. <laughs> yeah, right. a ten. It's yeah. it's so good. Yeah, Clayton. Uh, Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring extended edition is a perfect film, and I'm giving it a ten out of ten. I love this movie. I watch it more than once a year. Um, it's great. Can't wait to talk about Two Towers next week. Hell yeah, man! I'm excited. Me too. I'm just trying to figure out when the fuck I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I was also thinking about that. I have it scheduled in my Google calendar. I'm like, all right, I'm setting aside. I'm fucking like lighting some candles. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have for time on two towers? 
Uh, before credits, I'm not sure. I could. Oh, okay. I think it's, it's similar, longer, right? No, I think it's like it's, it's longer. Yeah, but it's they're they're like it's like three hours fifty minutes, three hours like fifty nine minutes or something like that, and then uh, uh, Return of the Kings four twenty two seconds with credits. I think it's it's more than Fellowship, but less than four hours. I think it's just under four hours. Let me look. When do the credits start? The credits start for the two towers at right around three hours and 35 minutes. Okay. So like five minutes longer. 15 minutes longer. Oh, 15 minutes longer. Yeah. Okay. That's too long. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that was us talking about uh, the Fellowship of the Ring extended edition. More like gushing. Yeah. Talk about it. Go, go check it out on HBO max. Uh, Go Next. buy it or buy it. Yeah. yeah. Go buy it. Go buy it because it's going to come off a of max at some point And then who knows where it's going to go. And you're going to have to fucking subscribe to some other bullshit to fucking, uh, watch it. And if you buy it, you're going to have, if you buy the Blu-ray, you'll have the whole movie and the extended edition and all the special features. And the so, 4Ks are gorgeous. So, yeah. So go buy it. Anyway, Next week, we're going to talk about Two Towers. Join us in that. Probably gush of as well. Uh, <laughs> a lot of gushing this month. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for being on, Clayton. I'm always glad to be here, yeah. but especially to talk about my favorite trilogy of all time that I'm too scared to cover on my own podcast because it's just too daunting. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for giving me this outlet. There you go, bud. Um, do your plugs real quick. If you want to find my podcast, it's called Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. Uh, it's a fun time. Got a bunch of cool guests, people in the industry. We've got a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash triple M pod, where we cover movies that are in theaters and little minisodes and commentaries and fun stuff. Uh, if you want to find me on the socials, I am at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U, if I am on it. So, yeah. That's awesome. where you can find me. All right. Well, you can find all our social media by searching Drafty Gorgeous Productions. You can also find us on Patreon by searching the same thing. Um, we have our uh, DQP Does the MCU going up on there right now. Uh, me and Russell are going to go through and do the stuff that we had not done when we finished that series a while back. Uh, sometime after Endgame and... There's there's a couple we did after, but not a lot. So there's a bunch of uh, the Disney Plus TV shows and a couple of movies that we have to do still. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and most of it we don't fucking like. Uh, so <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so go check that out. It's a dollar a month, uh, and we'll start putting uh, new episodes that have not been up on anything else fairly soon. Um 
you can email us draftyq at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns or uh thoughts on um lord of the rings if you if you hate the movies go ahead and tell us speaking of emails um yeah we got an email yeah we did i forgot it's okay you said email and i remembered yeah uh nathan friend of the show uh emailed lord of the rings review yeah nathan says gentlemen i know that i shit on this movie before i never gave it a fair shot because the only time i ever watched it was when i was trying to impress my nerdy girlfriend at the time that sounds like nathan (laughs) after watching it as an adult with no sexual conquest in front of me or anywhere around me i have determined that this movie is actually pretty good The acting is decent and characters are ones that you can enjoy. (laughs) Now, with that being said, Ned Stark had a good death in this (laughs) with that. He's a piece of shit or with the he's a piece of shit to maybe he's not. Yeah. Also, I now understand full of a took. I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to rate this as I rate trilogies with the best trilogy ever. Indiana (laughs) Jones. Why'd you make me read that? <laughs> that is not so the greatest trilogy ever, but so I can't rate them without seeing them all. So far, it's no Last Crusade. So I leave you with, I leave you with, I was left wanting, and I spit this movie throughout three days. Split, split this movie throughout three days. Yeah. Thanks for your time, your smoothness, smooth. Thanks, smooth. <laughs> Thank you, Smooth. Lord of the Rings, actually pretty good. Yeah. Hot <laughs> but not as good Nathan. as Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, thanks for emailing, Nathan. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful time. Uh, oh, we have an Amazon wish list in the show notes. Check yeah. that out. Buy uh, us Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, buy yeah. us whatever. There's so much good merch. I want yeah. Sting. I don't want Sting. Bias, bias boxes of of the the uh, collector booster boxes of the Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering. Yeah, sure. Or bias. I want a sting, but I want it to light up when my bills are due. I want a life size replica that, yeah. of Gollum. If you guys get that, I'm just taking it. it. Costs a lot of money, but it's pretty cool. You could just sit it in the corner and scare people. Yeah, that would is scare it, me is every it the morning. Motion sensor one. No, it just—it's a really cool. It's like life size and it's like yeah. so creepy. And okay, because there's also one that has like a motion sensor and it like moves a um, little, but it doesn't look as good. But then there's the life size yeah, one that's that the one looks I'm like it it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's so like cool. Twelve hundred dollars. I yeah. think I keep seeing a bunch of shit on social media from Lord of the Rings, and one of the things I saw was somebody took. Uh, they were like they asked a uh, uh, uh AI like a. Uh, uh, image AI to turn celebrities into Golem. <laughs> so you guys should look that up. If I'm totally going to look that up because that sounds far too entertaining. Yeah. Some of them are fucking great, <clears throat> but all right. Thanks to everybody for listening and sticking with us through the travesty train wreck that has been the end of this. It's almost, uh, uh, <laughs> It's almost, <laughs> it's almost like the last movie in this trilogy. Uh, <laughs> we did a Return of the King. <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, Clayton. 
It's fine. <laughs> it's my least favorite of them. It was literally this last watch that I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, we're never going to stop. So, okay. I'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish that none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring, in which case you were also meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought.